This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio, Season 7, Episode 12. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 12 of TL Talk Radio. I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. And I'm Randy Ziegenfuss. Today, we're speaking with Andrea Keith, the Vice President of School Programs at Let Grow. Andrea has worked in the startup ed tech industry in professional development, operations, customer success, and sales for over 14 years after spending her early career as a teacher in multiple states. Let Grow is a nonprofit organization which believes in kids. The organization asserts that kids aren't fragile, they are anti-fragile, built not just to withstand some challenges, but to grow stronger once they do. The world is not more dangerous today than in decades past. In fact, America is at a 50-year crime low. And lastly, doing a little less for our kids is not negligent or lazy. It's a vote of confidence in them. Welcome to the podcast, Andrea. Thanks. Happy to be here. Great. So let's get our conversation started with a personal story about how you became connected with Let Grow. Well, it's interesting because, you know, I started out as a teacher and I've always felt that uh, being an educator is is a real calling. Uh, And I very much enjoyed doing that, uh, but through a number of circumstances, being relocated from my husband's positions and things like that. I hit a point where I was kind of forced out of teaching. Uh, There simply weren't jobs around for uh, expensive and uh, experienced educators in in the last place that I moved and taught in. Uh, They had a university cranking out student teachers, and I'm sure they were all wonderful and just made it tough for me to get a job. But I was really fortunate to move into ed tech, um, and it's not necessarily easy to make that kind of adjustment, but I was able to do it. And I've worked for a number of companies along the way. And what I really recognized when I was at the point where I was looking for a new position was that everything I've ever done has really been about empowering kids. And so I actually answered an ad on EdSurge, if you can believe it, uh, from Let Grow. They were looking for somebody with the education background to join their nonprofit. And it was really one of those things where I read about what they were doing because I'd never heard of them before. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. And what a wonderful place for me to bring some of my experiences and help in promoting to the schools, uh, the the type of independence that we really want to see and some some culture shift that we're looking for. So in the intro, we heard some provocative ideas about Let Grow. Tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit more about the organization. What's its mission and how does it support parents and teachers? So 
the mission really is to equip parents, educators, and communities uh, with tools and resources that are really designed to raise independent kids who are ready to succeed in this crazy, ever-changing world. Um, what that really means for us is that we believe childhood has changed that in the past generations, uh, parenting has become something that rather than letting your kids out for the day and they ran around all day playing with each other, didn't know where they were, didn't have a cell phone, come home when the streetlights go on type of thing. Uh, kids are very um, protected nowadays. Uh, they are driven places. They're not allowed outside. There's a lot of fear and society is, is certainly adding to that. And so what we've seen is a lot of social emotional skills are not being naturally developed through childhood that have been in previous generations. So Lenore Skenazy, uh, one of our co-founders, she wrote Free Range Kids uh, because she let her student, her child ride the subway at nine years old in New York City years ago, and she was dubbed America's worst mom. Um, she's been really a proponent of letting kids do more on their own. And so what happened was, is Jonathan Haidt, Dr. John Haidt, um, research psychologist and professor, got together with Dr. Peter Gray, who's also a research um, uh, psychologist and professor, and they connected with Lenore to create this nonprofit to try to help bring this information out there and really help fight kind of the helicopter parenting, lawnmower parenting nowadays uh, that we think has really resulted in a lot of the anxiety and um, issues that we're starting to see increases in in our kids. So what's the difference between a lawnmower parent and a helicopter parent? Uh, so a helicopter parent, my own, not having been either one, a helicopter parent is one who hovers over everything and, and, and just basically is trying to constantly have input with their kids uh, and supervise everything. A lawnmower parent is a parent who works proactively to mow the path mm. in front of their child so they never have to have right. any frustrations no or disappointments. No <laughs> failure. Exactly. Interesting. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So Let Grow has some free school programs, um, including the Let Grow Project and the Let Grow Play Club. Talk to us a little bit more about these programs and how teachers and leaders could get involved. Right. Well, the free school programs are really very simple um, things to help parent help teachers help parents is what it's really about. So the Lecro project is so simple. It's basically sending kids home as their homework being do something new on your own that you've never done before without your parents help. Of course you get your parents permission, but really we're looking for kids to do things they haven't done before. And for some kids, it might be something like making their own lunch uh, using the microwave. For other kids, it might be walking to the mailbox on their own. Basically the types of things that we all did as kids to become self-sufficient. And it allows parents to take a bit, a bit of a step back it's homework, so usually we get some buy-in that some parents might be a little nervous about, uh, but it allows the kids to gradually do more things on themselves. And, it, and it's amazing to see how they step up, how proud they are when they do something on their own, and how the parents frequently are like, wow, I had no idea my kids were so capable. Um, and so they gradually build those skills. And that, of course, 
helps their social emotional learning and translates into the classroom because we're always talking about kids, you know, don't be afraid to fail, take a chance, and we're trying to build resilience. But that's hard when that's not what they're hearing necessarily or getting at home. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the uh, let grow play club. And that is really about unstructured free play. Because like I mentioned before, we believe a lot of the the social emotional learning that happened naturally for most of us came from that unstructured free play, the ability to play with mixed age, multiple kids, you had to negotiate things, there were no parents around. So if you got into a disagreement on the rules of the game or something like that, you had to figure it out. And you did figure it out because you wanted to keep playing. So the 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 play club is something where we encourage schools to open their playgrounds uh, and or their gyms before or after school for free play, which is really quite easy to do, although the pandemic makes it a little tricky right now, uh, at, because it's the kind of thing where it takes very little supervision. Teachers that are there are there to be more like lifeguards, not step in and intervene and uh, direct or organize the students' play. So I have to tell you, uh, about a month ago, I, I listened to the Dax uh, Shepherd Armchair oh, yes. Expert podcast with Lenore. It, it was mm-hmm. hilarious, but it was so informative, too. It resonated so much, I actually listened to it twice. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to pass that along. And, we, it's, and it's very entertaining, very too. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of good um, feedback from that. And I think it's, it's nice to get... Um, her message and and what we're trying to do out more because people just don't really know about us. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really important. If we don't help kids learn to be independent when they're young and gradually grow that independence, we end up with kids who don't get their driver's licenses because they're afraid to, or don't want to. And then suddenly we stick them in college and we're surprised when they can't really handle uh, that situation. Not only do they not know how to do their own laundry, but they don't know how to handle dealing with hearing thoughts and opinions that maybe are different from theirs. Yeah. We steal their agency from them. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's really, um, unfortunate because none of us parents don't realize what we're doing sometimes you know we all want what's best for our kids but society has has kind of warped that a bit and so i think um wanting what's best for our kids and trying to do everything for them is really actually harming them and we don't realize it yeah yeah we talk in the educational environment here we talk a lot about agency and how do we create the conditions so that learners can develop that. So like when you said, mm-hmm. when they become 18, they go into college or, or the world outside of school, they can make those decisions. They've had the opportunity to um, navigate mm-hmm. different kinds of situations and be successful at that. Exactly. And I think I, I'd like to say that, you know, schools are doing a great job of, of promoting those types of things and really trying to accomplish that with, with kids. Unfortunately, if a child is being told that at school and then they go home and whenever they try to do something, their parents say, let me do that for you. Or no, that's too dangerous. The internal messaging that they're getting at home is really kind of counteracting what we're trying to do at school. And so I think unwittingly, sometimes Mm -hmm. schools and parents might be working against each other uh, as opposed to really partnering and giving that child everything they need to be able to develop that agency. I'm just, I'm thinking lots of pressure. We put lots of pressure on kids, that's for sure. 
We do. And parents. We, we, we put the, the pressures on all of us. The educators are pressured to, to bump up test scores. Parents are pressured to think that everything they have to do everything with their child to build their resume so they can get in the right school or, or have the right career. Um, and all of that is fed by a culture that is constantly shaming everybody really um, through social media. So it's, it's not easy to stand up against some of that stuff. So uh, speaking of agency in schools and, and you have a lot of resources that help teachers develop independence of learners in their classrooms. So talk to us about the independent classroom kit to encourage resilient, self-sufficient students and what does it offer our teachers? So the independent classroom kit uh, really is a collection of different types of resources. It's got posters, it's got um, goal sheets and planning sheets. And the, the idea really came from um, the concept that most teachers do some kind of classroom management. Uh, you know, you've got to. Uh, and so at the beginning of the school year, usually they're establishing different types of, of processes and rules. And it's really all about making the classroom run smoothly. But what happens for a lot of us is we don't necessarily realize how much the kids can do themselves or a lot of good teachers do, but we're in a situation where we've got hybrid learning or they're learning from home. And, you know, um, we've got parents who think they have to sit next to them on their Zoom call and they're and they have to you know, help them do everything. So the idea is, is that by really stating that, look, this is an independent classroom part of my focus as a teacher is to help your students become more self-sufficient, become more self-confident. And here are ways that we're going to do this. And it's everything from creating processes, which isn't about rule following, it's about taking accountability for yourself. So things like making sure that you get your homework uh, with your name and your you know proper labels on your homework, turn it into the right place. Uh, make sure that your Zoom call is, you know, you're on time or all those types of things. Um, they're, they're fairly simplistic uh, types of uh, processes, but they're really important. And helping parents understand that that's the goal of your classroom also gives the parents those tools to be able to do that at home as well. Uh, and hopefully step back and not help so much with the homework and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Plus, they're really cute. They're great printables. We've got a wonderful graphic designer, uh, so they're they're great for the classroom. We've got teachers who just love them and put the posters up and and those types of things with their kids. All right. So each episode, we ask our um, guests to share with us a few responses for our rapid response questions. And the point of these questions are really just to uncover some additional resources that might be valuable for us and for our listeners. Are you ready? I am. All right. Who's one expert our listeners should connect with to learn more about developing children as independent, capable learners? That's a tough question because there's a lot of good people out there. And yet at the same time, the topic isn't necessarily addressed as well as we'd like to see it. But uh, probably my favorite is Carol Dweck. I love her book, The Growth Mindset. And I feel that childhood independence is a crucial foundation to developing a growth mindset. Yes, we, we've both read that and had lots of conversation about that book. How about another book that you might recommend on a different topic that supports um, this idea of independent, capable learners? I think that um, 
I mean, obviously, I'd love everybody to read Free Range Parenting by uh, by our co-founder. Uh, and we have founders who've written some great books. But I would also say uh, one that I think is especially appropriate is um, How to Raise an Adult by Judy Lithcott Hames. Uh, that and the other great one is is Grit by Angela Duckworth. Um, there's so many out there, and while some of them aren't necessarily specifically about capable learners, I think it's all part and parcel. Um, learners are, are kids, and kids are learners. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll link those into the show notes. Last question. Is there an online site or resource, maybe even a person from whom you learn regularly? Well, I would say that uh, I have always been a big fan of common sense education. I think they've done a a remarkable job of doing a lot of curating of resources and sharing some wonderful things. Uh, I'll admit I am not a big uh, Twitter uh, or or follower primarily because I haven't been able to find time, Uh, but uh, there's a lot of good information out there. All right, thanks so much for those resources. We'll put them in Mm -hmm. the show notes. So All righty. So to wrap up our conversation, Andrea, what's next for you? What are you, what oh. are you working on that you'd like to share with our audience? I actually would really like to share uh, kind of an extension that we've recently um, added to what we do. We have focused on K-8 students uh, for the past few years, and our project and play club are very much designed for that age range. Recently, we added a wonderful person to our team. Her name is Irshad Manji, and she wrote the book, Don't Label Me. Uh, She's also the founder of a program called Moral Courage. And we have really embraced her desire to help students and really adults too, learn how to have difficult conversations across disagreements and really be empathetic and understand how to kind of get to know the other when you don't agree agree with them, which I think is a crucial um, skill that we need today, even even more than than any other time in history, given the polarization in our society. So we have now a book study for Don't Label Me. She offers Moral Courage College, which is for um, high school students and is a wonderful year-long program. And we're coming up soon with an online course that goes along with Moral Courage. So I'm really excited because I think it's, it's the continuum of the independence of behavior and younger kids is the foundation for then independence of thought and being able to speak for your speak out for yourself and kind of do the right thing in the face of your fears. So we're really excited about uh, about those offerings that are coming up as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. We will link uh, Don't Label Me also in the show notes so that our listeners can take a look. Thank you. Um, We appreciate you taking the time with us today, Andrea. And to learn more about Andrea's work, you can visit some of those links in the show notes, including the books and links to Let Grow as well. Each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking reflection and conversation. This episode's question, how can you develop independence in your children and or your learners? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, Visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season seven, episode 12. That's all for this episode. We'll be back next week with another conversation featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, Andrea. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 
Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.